Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production, which means it's going to be awesome. Ever wanted to break out of your cubicle and into a business where you can call the shots? You Break Guy Fix is looking for passionate self-starters interested in a franchise opportunity in the booming electronics repair industry. At You Break Guy Fix, we help reconnect people to the devices that they rely on so that they can get back to what matters most. This is a big responsibility, and from the moment you join our family, our franchisees are provided with the resources and support to bring affordable and convenient electronics repair to your community. Did we mention that with amazing partners like Samsung and Google, You Break I Fix franchisees also have access to the highest quality parts and personalized training out there, as well as specialized tools? It's true. And it's also easy to visit YouBreakIFix.com forward slash franchising and learn more about your big break at your very own You Break I Fix. Live by Live has all of your favorite music, and you can listen for free. Whether you hit play on one of our hundreds of curated music stations or create your own custom artist radio station, you'll find the music you love on Live by Live. Visit LiveXLive.com or search LiveXLive in the App Store or Google Play and listen for free now. Hey, group chat. I know y'all see my text. There's tea to be spilled. Each week, we're bringing you our unfiltered take on culture, news, dating, and our lives as black millennial women. We're coming to y'all with the honesty and eye rolls that only a text chain with your girls can. This is Black Girls Texting with Chelsea, Glenn, and Shade. Welcome back to another episode of Black Girls Texting. It's me, Shade. What's goody? I got Bedside Brat in the building and Chelsea Pinky, and we're just going to get into it. I want to hear all these red replies. Um, Red or reply. Okay, so this week I'm replying to Housewives All-Stars. I keep seeing these videos. I'm so hyped. I cannot wait for it to air like I'm peeing my pants. And I'm I'm leaving my mustache on red. It seems to be growing back. So I guess laser doesn't work. Um, So yeah, I basically left the facial nair. The instructions say leave it on for like two minutes. And I left it on for like... 15 hoping to burn all my hair falls. you're Damn. bugging <laughs> you're wild so, yeah. do you okay. have rub have burn on your skin. upper lip no, no no i have very strong bodily hair and skin i'm okay <laughs> um so yeah oh my god Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, you have to keep up with that laser because girl, I, I'm still lasering my facial hair. It takes a long time. But no, but facial hair never goes away. That's the thing. Yeah. It's hormonal. It's, it'll just like stay, it'll thin out. But like, mm-hmm. did you stop doing your sessions? Yeah. So mine was like gone and then it would come back a little bit, whatever. But like now it's it's coming back more. So yeah, I probably have to get a few more sessions. Get a few. But like, yeah. And you can you can space them out. Yeah. Uh Miss Poke. Uh, right now I'm about to give a huge fuck you leave on red to whoever fucking stole my package off my doorstep. I hate all of y'all. I hate the mail. I'm never ordering shit ever again <laughs> in my whole life. I don't understand why this keeps happening. I'm pissed. I'm Shout out to bed Literally, I'm like, wow, wow. Really? This is how y'all have to do me? This is how y'all do me? I can't Supposed leave a package on my doorstep for, for a couple hours without y'all coming by. In the car, peeping it, swiping it, and throwing it in the back seat. Y'all are the worst. The worst. These are my shoes for this goddamn wedding I'm supposed to be in on Saturday. And these hoes Damn. stole my shit. And I'm calling FedEx and they're like, okay, well, we'll put a claim. It usually takes five to seven days. Who? Somebody give Just me reorder. Shit. Reorder now. I'm gonna, oh, reorder case. now. Yeah. This is ridiculous. I'm so what are you replying to? <laughs> um, I know. I'm just so stressed. Um, I'm going to reply to The Circle. Love that show. It's so endlessly entertaining to me. I think it's like such an interesting little commentary on how the internet works, how people create personas, how people connect online and influence. And then it's also just hilarious and just, I'm so entertained. I highly recommend. Circle. Send Glenn heart emoji, heart ah. emoji. You're going to be okay. Hashtag you got this. Hashtag FedEx. We hate you. Circle send. send. <laughs> <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Okay. Hilarious. Oh my gosh. I, I wish you all the best with um, getting those shoes. That sucks. Um, <laughs> trash. This week, 
I am replying to my mental health and my growth as a amazing human being. Um, some of you may know that I was seeing a certain someone in my life off and on since like this show and their birthday is coming up. And this time last year, I was tripping. I was writing cards and sending thoughtful things and all emotional and in my bag. And this year I'm like, oh shit, more life. Good for you. So yeah. Go ahead, sis. Go um, ahead, progress. I'm yeah. so proud of that progress. I'm like, I, don't, I ain't even tripping. So you didn't um, slip up and send a text? No, I haven't. Like not at all. And I thought about it, but like more so from like a toxic stance. And Mm-mm. like, that's, that's not a yeah. good look. Don't so I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. But so tempted to be messy boots, but we not, we not doing that. We growing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm leaving Justin Bieber's dreadlocks. On red. Oh God, I haven't seen them yet, but I know I can Ooh. imagine how they look. They look so imagine. bad. You know, people say when a lot of white folks get locks, they look like the Grinch's fingers. Oh, oh no! <laughs> He's really do. He's like literally do. And I, someone posted something. He like pulled them back, like in a like a. He did pigtails today. Okay, that's what it is. And his poor scalp it just looks it's like red and inflamed. It's so inflamed. I'm like, bruh, who told you to do this? Pobre Haley. Like, what oh, is happening? Goodness. Yeah. I think this is not the first time he's done this. I think he's done this before. I'm seeing an old picture of him with the, like a little comb over thing, half head shaved with locks, like platinum blonde they look like there is it's a weave or like there's like faux locks Mm-mm. oh he's really been Listen, and it. i know people try to say like oh you know it's just hair but like certain things are cultural and like it doesn't need to be for everybody and i'm just gonna leave that out it right just there. simply is not yeah nope yeah. are you That's- guys' hotlines blinging girl well we all participated in that damn Bruno Mars challenge yes. texting boys on our phone yes. boys on our phone Chelsea texted her man what wait you explain doing? the challenge Where you oh. at? so yeah you text the lyrics of that at the beginning of the song and then you just like see how people reply and I- I'll say that I sent it to this boy and he wrote me I said what you doing he wrote back oh I'm just doing this and doing that these people are getting on my nerves da, 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 da. I was like oh damn this is not going well <laughs> so I'm like now I just kind of want to ask more questions about about this thing but i had to commit to the challenge you did so i did it again i said where are you at and he was he he question marked it and then whatever it started happening because i, I wrote, think you he said plans. he was home right he was like home what do you mean and i was like you got plans and he was like yo who is this and then he called <laughs> me and i was like i um just doing the challenge and he's like yo stop playing on my phone see you you playing games you playing on my phone right now yeah, nah, 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 nah. And then he hung up on me. <laughs> I'm like, wow. I knew he was not the one. I knew he was not the one to play yeah. those things with. Mm-mm-mm. But now in retrospect, I'm like, I'm a little annoyed at you. You really gonna hang up the phone on me for some shit like that? So now I'm not gonna speak to him for, for a little while. Oh, oh, was he going through something? Maybe he wasn't it's... even going through something. He was just complaining about his job. I mean... I mean, he probably, he's always going through something. We all are always <laughs> going through something. That's why we send these stupid ass texts and try to have a little fucking fun. Right. <laughs> yeah, just lighten up a bit. But I was like, damn, that was not the day. I was like, he probably like, don't play on my phone. And then she said, he literally said that. He said, don't play on my phone and click. <laughs> How did it go for y'all? Did you fare better? Than so I my, did? my, the beginning of mine was similar to yours. He was confused. What are you doing? He told me, where are you at? Question mark. Oh, no, because got- he, when you guys, when you sent him your what you doing, he told you where he was at. Both exactly. of y'all's exactly. dudes kind of it up and then what's the next one? Oh, and then i said oh you got plans whatever and but when i got to the part about fresh she freshly <laughs> shaved smooth like a newborn yes he was like he was like oh send me a pic <laughs> niggas we love that <laughs> We love that. Mine was pretty funny. I think I got all the way to, oh no, I only got to, oh, you got plans. And then he replied with, you know how you can do all those effects on your, on how the message sends. He sent, don't say that, but it was like shaking. And I was like, damn it. Uh, <laughs> yeah my boyfriend was also like okay bruno mars yeah right he said he at first he was confused and then he said oh dot 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 don't say that, don't say that. and i was like oh, i didn't even get to the fun part that i was I in a rope to to wine. It's honestly honestly no shade but if you get all the way to the fun part without your guy figuring it out he might be a little slow 
like it, it's kind of obvious <laughs> yeah I think I, if i were to do it again i would start with i'm sipping wine in a robe like can we just start yes, there the yeah, other shit in the beginning is just like stupid yeah, i love the so lead up though it's really fun so that's a good activity that was a really lovely hotline bling and we highly recommend you all do that bruno if you're out there I was supposed to see you in concert, but I was a not a good groupie, so <laughs> didn't make it happen. But I'm hoping to see you soon. And do we have a black girls doing shit? Yes, yeah. My good sis, that's a black girl doing shit. A black girl doing shit. This week is Miss Chrissy Ford, who y'all are about to hear from. Um in our group chat, she is coming back to our show for the second time. So Chrissy Ford is a fashion and social media expert with over 12 years of experience in the industry. She is the former special projects director of Harper's Bazaar. And in June of 2020, she co-founded 2BG Consulting with fellow editor Danielle Prescott. Together, they advise fashion and beauty brands along with influencers on how to implement anti-racist communication strategies. She's also behind um, a newsletter called Forward Joy which we all are huge fans of, which really uh, focuses on mental health and well-being. And we wanted to talk to her this month because it's Mental Health Awareness Month. So, yeah. Yeah, it's perfect. She's the best. I'm excited for us to step into the group chat and y'all to hear all the gems that were dropped. Yes, ma'am. All right, y'all. It's time for the group chat. All right, y'all. We are here in the group chat with uh, a dear friend of the show, Miss Chrissy Ford. Welcome back, Chrissy. I'm so excited to be here. I love talking to you guys literally like anytime. We love talking to you too. It's always a good time. So before we started recording, we were all sort of lamenting or venting about how this day has just been a little bit of a cluster F for some of us. Um, You were saying that Chelsea had messaged you saying like, what's happening cosmically right now? And I I thought that Mercury was in retrograde like a week ago because all of my packages kept getting lost. I mean, it's just like nothing is reaching me. And I know people have been saying something about, I think, a Scorpio, Venus and Scorpio or something. Is that true? (laughs) No, we just... She's just saying gone. I was looking forward to that because I was like, oh, it's sexy time. So that's gone. It's over. Um, no, we just had a full moon in Scorpio. So sometimes you kind of, you can feel the like aftershocks of the full moon for several days after. So that was what on Sunday. Ah, what does that mean? It's just, it's just a full moon. Like (laughs) there's a lot of energy. But when it's in Scorpio, does that mean that it's like a sexier energy in the world? (laughs) It's so funny that... Scorpio just automatically gets this like sexy reputation. The it other does. water signs are sexy too, you know. Like Pisces. <laughs> Pisces. Um, <laughs> no, Pisces are known for crying. Um, Scorpio is like sexy. Scorpio is is sort of like you know the darkness. It's sort of like I think the general vibe for the full moon was like things from underneath sort of coming bubbling up to the surface whenever I sort of feel off like the first thing I do is like I'll check some of my astrology apps to be like okay what sign is the moon in because the moon rules our emotions and so sometimes that gives a lot of insight um, into you know what's going on and because like if it's a water sign moon like I'll usually feel more emotional or like an earth sign kind of gives me more like energy to like be productive and get things done. And it's interesting, like if you really actually pay attention to it, you can kind of you I think you can notice like how you feel affected by it. Well, I love your newsletter. We're all fans of your newsletter. It's such a treat, has so much information. And your most recent one was about the power of the morning routine. So I was curious first, before you start to tell us some of like the ways that you make waking up a luxury for Shadi and Chelsea, what do your morning routines look like? And I'll tell you guys that I wake up 30 minutes before I have to leave the house, sometimes 20 and I leave in a dash and I'm not awake until like two hours into my work day. I literally don't come alive till noon. I hate mornings. I have no morning routine. I guess birth control and allergy medication. Right, exactly. What a combo. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm very blessed to work West Coast hours, which is amazing in the morning, not so fun at night, but my mornings are like 
pretty long and lavish, to be honest. I like yeah. I lay in the bed for a long time. I read the news mm-hmm. um, and then I work out and and do my skincare routine. It, it's, it's extensive. <laughs> Very leisurely. Yeah, we're saying you were start talking. Work till noon, so. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty damn leisurely. But you were talking about the power of that, Christy. Like, talk to us about like why a morning routine can be so effective and important. Listen, I think that at the end of the day, everyone is different, and I don't think like if we all kind of have to like listen to what our bodies tell us is best. Like, if you feel like you are like an anti-morning person, I don't think like you need to become a morning person to be successful. You know, um, but. For for me, there are just certain things like my body needs. And so it's just helped me form a routine, like breakfast being one of the biggest things. Like I really need to like make myself breakfast and sit down and like either read a book with my cup of tea or, you know, scroll Instagram or whatever. But that's just, you know, that's really like me time. And I think during the pandemic, it really hit me how much like joy I get from just like making my breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally feel you. When I was waking up earlier, it was amazing, but you know, things have changed, but (laughs) (laughs) you know, we're coming into um, mental health awareness month. Mm -hmm. So I was just thinking about that as a powerful tool for just like mental clarity, starting your day in good spirits. Um, And speaking of just like mental health, We know that you're on this journey of like bettering yourself consistently, whether it be through practicing a morning routine or um, staying up to date with your, with astrology and tarot. Mm -hmm. And also we think, I think therapy has been a part of your journey too, as well. Right. And I read that you had to break up with your therapist. (laughs) What was that about? How did you know it was time to close that chapter or cut the ties? So that was my, that was my previous therapist. And, you know, I had such an interesting experience with that therapist, because I think a lot of people who have never been in therapy before, but are interested or hesitant, they always see like, you know, finding a therapist that they like as being such a hurdle. Um, And I, try to tell people that I oftentimes feel like they're putting a little bit too much pressure on that relationship. Like you're not auditioning someone to like be your new best friend. (laughs) You really want to find someone who is like qualified to handle the issues that you want to work out. So I found this therapist and we started working together and like, she was fine, but like, I didn't feel like, Oh, I love her. Or I just like, I wasn't, I don't know when I look back on it and even, you know, in that moment, like I just never felt like super excited about this therapist, but like the work that we did together was still really profound. She still helped me a lot, but I think because I am someone who is so like dedicated to my own well-being, I think, um, I mean, I don't like even mean to say this in like like a conceited way, but I think like I, I evolve very rapidly because like I am constantly learning things. Like I'm Mm -hmm. very curious and it's not just, Oh, I show up at therapy and I talk about my feelings for an hour and then I never think about them again. Like I'm journaling, I'm reading psychology books. Like I'm always doing things. Um, and so I happen to read this book that someone recommended to me. It's called Attached by Amir Levine. I cannot recommend this book enough. I think every human being who is interested in romantic relationships, which I think is most of the population, should read this book. Is that the attachment styles? Yes, yes. So someone recommended it to me. And when I read it, it just like everything kind of like aligned and clicked in my head. And I was like, oh my God, I'm not crazy. I just have anxious attachment. (laughs) And obviously like in therapy, we had talked about how our relationship with our parents and our parents' own relationship affects how we view relationships, um, our own relationships. But she never talked to me explicitly about attachment theory or attachment styles. And so I just was like, okay, this is not the person to get me to the next level that I want to go right now. So I like immediately started looking for therapists. Like I hadn't even broken up with her yet. I was like, I'm going to see what else is out there. I'm going to see if there's therapists who are specializing in attachment theory. There are. Um, And so I met with one that I actually really liked, but she didn't accept insurance. And, you know, I was paying for insurance at my job. So like I had to find one um, that would accept it. So I didn't end up working with her, but then I just 
just told my therapist, I was like, listen, I need a break. Um, cause I had been in therapy for like four years. So <laughs> I was kind of just like at a point where, you know, I could recognize like I needed something new and, and taking a step back might be the best for now. So I just told her like, listen, I want to take a break for a couple months, um, and like, see how it goes. And she said, she felt like I was ready, which was awesome. And, you know, I kind of was like, I'll reach back out like when I'm ready. And I just never did. Never did. Back, so. Oh my God. It's like ghosting oh a boy. I was, I was like, it's ghosting, <laughs> but not but quite not, ghosting, but not, but not really. Um, yeah. And I think that is the easiest way to approach it. I think even for me right now, um, I've been working with my current therapist for about four years and in my mind, I'm definitely starting to think, okay, what does my next, um, sort of therapy relationship look like? Mm-hmm. Or actually, do I need a break? And I have such a great relationship with my current therapist It's the best therapy relationship I've ever had. And I do think like when the time comes, I will a hundred percent be upfront with him. Uh, I feel comfortable enough to be upfront with him about what I want to do. So do you envision yourself and do you think therapy is a lifetime thing? So this is interesting. I had this conversation recently with my best friend who is a therapist and she was kind of saying how she, you know, expects to get to a point where she no longer needs therapy. And I was like, I actually have never thought about that before. Like getting to a point where I wouldn't go to a therapist. I think that it's something that I kind of foresee myself doing for the rest of my life. Um, but, you know, taking breaks like when I want to. Mm, That's yeah. what I was thinking too. Like it's not, it might like, so I was seeing my therapist at one point once a week and then she was like, okay, I think we can like lighten this up. So now I see her <laughs> twice a month and it might be, it might go to once a month. It might go to like once a quarter, you know, but I feel like always being able to have that check-in and someone I really particularly like seeing the same person because she like she's really good she'll be like oh yeah that thing with your mom yeah right. that's back again right. I'm like yes girl and she's Connect just like that. yeah it's amazing and it's kind of like really nice to me to have like that outside person that can like aid you through things and like help you recognize patterns yeah. is there like is there like an objective like checklist you think of a good therapist because some people go to therapy and they don't change like I'm like it's not working but <laughs> it's like you said Chrissy like you gotta like, think about it when you grow right? you know like yeah so I'm like what makes a therapist good well I think it takes it the therapist it can't do the work for you you know mm-hmm. so that is a big part of it Um, and even as I said before, like therapy for me is like really only half the piece. Like I'm doing so much work on my own. Um, my therapist even says like, I don't think I have like any clients that are so like invested the way that you are. He's like, you know, you read the books, you're, you're doing all of these things. And, um, so yeah, I do think there's people who, feel who just feel stuck. Listen, I don't think this is, it's not easy work, you know, Mm -hmm. especially consider depending on what you have to unpack emotionally. Like, um, I think that a lot of people shy away from therapy because it is hard. It is so hard to confront your own shit, your family's shit. Like it's, it's not easy. So yeah, I think it's unfortunate to see people like who, you know, are in therapy, but you feel like it's not really helping them. And I think there are also times where people are also just like matched up with the wrong therapist and, um, you know, they don't have someone who can really help them get to where they want to go. I mean, I even had a friend that was working with a therapist, the same therapist for a very long time. And she really liked her therapist. So I think she was very hesitant to change. But like the last year or so, she was like, I don't really think she's like equipped to really unpack like what I need to unpack. You know, she really needed like a trauma informed therapist and the person she was working with was not. And like, that's a pretty big deal. Like trauma work is really heavy and you need someone that specializes in that. So but she just felt so comfortable. And that's the thing is like, when you do find a therapist that you really like, I think it's, it's kind of harder to leave. And even though I do really like my therapist and um, I, you know, it is daunting to think about starting all over again with someone else and like having yeah, to, everything. to like explain everything. But the way I think about it also is like, well, some stories 
can actually maybe be put to rest, you know, mm. that you don't need to bring into that next relationship. Because uh, when I think about things I talk about with my therapist right now, like, sure, there's a lot of carryover from like my last therapist, but there are some relationships like the first guy I dated when I lived in New York City, like I don't really bring him into right. my therapy work now. So I do kind of like the idea of like, well, you know, I have spent a lot of time with this therapist processing a lot of a lot of stuff and a lot of different scenarios. And so maybe there are some things where you close the book and you kind of like I can stop ruminating or trying to like relive them and and move forward. Yeah. onto a new narrative. So the last time you were here, you shared with us your like essential sex playlist <laughs> and curious if you've been getting quite any... a transition i know well, i'm gonna get there you're gonna see the connection oh okay <laughs> first question is have you gotten a chance to use the playlist mm. we know you're living back at home i don't know if you've had some well i, came on show. Action. I also came on a... some sneaky links i also came on the show two years ago I hope so. (laughs) So yes, I have. I did use it. Um, But no, I have not had sex since I've been living at my parents' house. (laughs) So I'm really asking though, thinking about relationships, therapy, do you think it is crucial, essential that your partner, potential partner has been in therapy, is in therapy? Is that something you're looking for? Is that something that's on your list? Yes, I do think that is important to me. Um, and actually not something I ever thought about before, but I do think it's kind of crucial because I feel like I do come across, well, also because I have anxious attachment, I end up being attracted to avoidant attachment men Mm. all the time and they need some therapy and a lot of them are not in therapy. So that is, you know, even if they're not in therapy at the time, I think knowing that they're open to working on themselves, Mm -hmm. I think is an important quality because sure, therapy isn't for everybody. But I also think a lot of people use that as an excuse. Um, but yeah, I do think like someone who is is interested in their like own evolution, I think is important to me for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think something also, I was talking to someone about this, about therapy who's recently started is like, you have to come to that on your own. If that makes yep. sense. Like they were telling me about such a traumatic experience that they had with a therapist because their parents like forced them to go to therapy. Yeah. And then for years they were like, therapy like that shit is weird like because they had such a terrible experience but like they were forced into it so like definitely like being proactive yourself when you're ready or when you feel like you need to do that yeah yeah you definitely cannot force anyone you cannot force anyone to do anything and you can't want for some something for someone that they don't want for themselves so Yeah, I think that can that's definitely hard for me. That's something I have to work on. Because again, because I am that type of person. Sometimes I I find it so difficult to deal with people who are not whatsoever interested in working on themselves. I'm like, I don't understand it. Uh, Because not only just learning it's not only also about like learning about myself, I'm also trying to understand like, just my own dynamic with other people. And I think whatever I do, obviously, for myself is also to benefit the people I come in contact with, um, and learning just like what really makes people tick. So, um, you know, so like, I read so much about psychology, and also trauma, because I think also like to be a black person, means that you have trauma in your lineage. And I don't think that it's, I think we talk a lot about trauma in kind of like a very, like the current context, but like when you think about generational trauma and what gets passed down to us, maybe nothing happened to us in our childhood, but what happened to our parents, what happened to our grandparents um, and like whatever happened to our mothers does affect us regardless of whether like we want to accept that or not. Like we lived inside of her body. Like that's actually one of the craziest things I'll say, like reading and learning about trauma is like whatever say happened to your grandmother when she was pregnant with your mom, because women are born with a certain amount of eggs. So you would have been inside your mother when her grand, when your grandmother was pregnant. So anything that happened to your grandmother would affect you (laughs) on like a cellular level. That's That's so crazy to think about isn't it and it just passes down and down and down I love what you talked about in terms of like the generational trauma of it all too because like 
I was so hesitant to go into family stuff with my therapist because mm-hmm. at the time I was like so caught up in like, oh, the romance and the men. Right. But then she was the first thing she was trying to ask me in relation to that is like, well, when was the first time you felt affection? When was the, and then I was like, whoa, oh, my God, this is also inter- interconnected to like your life. And then I started to realize, like, even the way as a family, as black people, we express affection, love, like it was so layered and like it, it's everything there's levels every, to the shit so many levels and everything about you know our relationship with our parents or their relationship truly affects us I think so many people are quick to be like oh you know this happened to me when I was something sad happened to me when I was a kid but like it doesn't bother me anymore it doesn't affect me it's like you might think that but like your body knows differently yeah I guess my question I don't see a therapist and never have Um, I guess my question is, what if you reflect on those things on your own? Yeah, I was wondering the same thing. I think about this stuff all the time and I don't like wipe it away. I I talk to my family about stuff like, yeah, and we have that dialogue and we have those conversations and they're really impactful and enlightening. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I think the benefit of talking that stuff out with a therapist is feeling seen and like valid having your feelings validated and affirmed like I think that's such a big part of it and yeah I think if you can get that from your family and you feel like you know it's subjective and um and supporting then that's that's great um but I think think yeah subjectivity part part for me that's what's really hard for me because like my sisters and I will go in and on and on and on and on and on but then I feel like we're like talking in a circle (laughs) And I'm like, okay, how do we get out of it? But like, For sure. I think, yeah, to each his own, like there, there are a lot of routes. And something I do like about therapists is that they are professionally thinking about it on a whole mm. different level as well. Yeah. So like, it's not just recognizing that thing, but I think it's also like providing methodologies. So yeah. like a and lot like, of, go ahead. I was going to say even like techniques of like how to deal with things. Right. What about like, I don't know, we're on the topic of like families and like you can think this way about like couples too. Because I feel like, okay, talking to someone by yourself, great to figure out what the issue is or to reflect. But like, I would want to talk to the, you know, like, so what what are your opinions on like family therapy or like couples therapy, if that makes sense? I think it's brilliant. Like, I wish I could get, get my parents to go to therapy with me. I would absolutely I would absolutely do that. Uh, And I think couples therapy is brilliant. Like I have had friends who've done couples therapy with their partners since like their engagement. Yeah. Yeah. I love the concept of family therapy. My sisters and I are trying to get my mom to do it. So we'll see. But my therapist was almost like, we need some time (laughs) because it's funny. So me and my sisters all see the same therapist. Oh boy. I was also going to ask your opinion on that. Which because is like, how of, is that objective? It's kind of wild, but I will say like, she does not talk about my siblings. She does not yeah. bring them yeah. up. She does not ask me about them. She doesn't like, she knows their names. She knows okay. who they are, but like, she's never yeah. going to acknowledge it unless I think I want to, mm-hmm. but we all laugh. Cause we're like, she must think we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think that's, I don't think that's abnormal. I think a lot of Because when you sort of think about, um, yeah, families like who put their kids into therapy, I think a lot of times also the parents have to Mm -hmm. also see that same therapist. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's rules to all of that stuff of what they can and cannot share. So as you said, like it never bleeds over. So that's the most important thing. Keep it profesh. Yeah, I don't know. I've been thinking about, to your point, Chelsea, like whether whether you can have life experiences and kind of have a you live and you learn type of thing and you take the lessons from your heartbreaks, your failures, or if like betterment, self-betterment, it has to always be intentional. Um, and I think that it does. I, I think that it does. But I was cur- I was intrigued by the fact that you read self-help books, mm. which was something that I thought you just like would get in an airport or like, <laughs> like a divorcee on the train. That's right. I know. Yeah. It feels like extremely intentional. Like I'm about to take this highlighter. Step. Exactly. But like, so what made you feel like that was the thing that you needed? You mentioned the attachments. What is the name of that book that you mentioned? Called Attached. Attached. Yeah. Like what was maybe the first step that you had into that? And also just like, if you could mention some of your top reads and what you gathered from them, the kind of nuggets that you walk with. Mm. That's a tough question. Um, 
Well, you know, the category is now called self-transformation because everyone has like dirtied the term self-help, but obviously, really? yeah, if you, yeah. if you go into most bookstores, it's it, the genre is now called self-transformation. Okay. That's so much better. Yeah. That's cute. I agree. It's very cute. <laughs> Um, I'm going to, I'm like pulling up my newsletter to see which ones that I, um, wait, as you search, do you, Gwen and Shade, do you guys know your attachment style? I know mine. I'm probably, what was the one that you said, Chrissy? Anxious attachment. That sounds like me. And I'm the the one that you get attached to. Avoidant. Yes. (laughs) What? Anxious and avoidant. I don't know this for a fact, but I'm pretty sure I am. A perfect. There's a... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Google Google the quiz online like you can take a test and it'll tell you. Oh, but I'm like the that online quiz. Like me. And they said and I was secure. secure. Yeah. Oh. You're secure. What does that mean? It just means that she is secure in relationships. Like when you think about it in the context of so the experiment that they originally did when they were developing the attachment theory was with babies and their mother. And so they would leave a baby in a room um, or the baby would be in a room with its mother. And then the mother would walk away and like leave the room. And so then they studied the reaction of the child. So for a secure child, the child would just like keep playing with its toys, be totally fine. The mother would come back and hug the child. The child would be totally receptive and hug and hug back for an avoidant child the when the mother comes back the baby might be upset but like doesn't want to show that it's upset or like Mm. doesn't reattach easily to the mother um and then the anxious child would start would start crying like the minute the mother like left the room um and then yeah when the mother tries to console it like would likely calm down but um there's like some just some inconsistencies in the way that the anxious and the mother child interact wait but if secure i mean if avoidant and anxious are Mm -hmm. perfect matches who goes with secure they're not they're not perfect matches they are more likely to be attracted to one another because both reinforce um, like the negative view that that each other has of relationships so like an anxious attachment person thinks like oh no one wants to be in a relationship with me or someone's gonna leave me so they get really clingy to the avoidant person the avoidant person is worried about losing their freedom um Mm. and worried about like the clingy person so it's like the more the avoidant pulls away the more the anxious person wants to attach and it's just a vicious cycle Wow. Also, oh, wait, yeah. can you change? Can you change throughout your life? Because I feel like yes. when I was a teenager, okay, when yes. I was a teenager, I was a little more anxious. It, it's yeah. probably because like you are in obviously a committed, a secure and committed relationship. So mm-hmm. um, there's 50% of people in the world have secure attachment and then 25% are anxious, 25% are avoidant. It's easy for anxious people to get to secure attachment through therapy or through a relationship with a secure person. Mm-hmm. And then it's hardest for avoided people to change. <laughs> they say oh wow great See, all right i'm we about to read this book, book. i'm getting black wait. girls reading book club yeah <laughs> oh my Me gosh too. this is so funny because my therapist and i were just having this conversation today about like relationships and i posted this on my stories and she was like do you want a boy or a man she's like because you're describing <laughs> what was your answer Shade? a boy yeah. and i was and i said to be honest kind of a boy because i I like this uh, ability to control the situation. And she was like, okay, we're going to log off. We're, we'll come back. <laughs> Does your therapist follow you on Instagram? No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, that's... That'd be a bit much. No, but I posted, like, what she had said to me. And I did, like, a this story about that it. And funny. I was just like, oh, Lord. When she asked me that, I was like... Right. One of them little boys. <laughs> wow. Okay, what are your self-help go-tos? What are your nuggets? So, okay, some of my favorite self-transformation books are (laughs) The Places That Scare You by Pema Chodron is probably one of my absolute favorites. And it was the first like spiritual book I'd ever read. I read it about four years ago, um, which basically talks about how those moments where we're feeling heartbreak um, are actually the most like sort of important times in our life because our hearts are so open and Mm -hmm. how we shouldn't let our hearts harden basically. And we shouldn't like 
retreat, we have to kind of just like sit in that, sit in that and like see the actual, like the beauty of it. Like we have this ability. Yes. Like we have this ability to like feel this love and this heartbreak. And like, that is actually something really special. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else have I read that I love? A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle is is another like that. I always say like that book like rearranged my brain. And this is th- that book is not at all for like a beginner because I think a, a lot of times with like these more spiritually leaning books, a lot of people who are not like in that mindset and not open to it might read it and be like, this doesn't make any sense or this is crap. I don't believe it. Like it's almost like those books have to find you when you're ready. Ready, um, and you have to like really be open to it because a new earth is like quite dense. I think um, Eckhart's book, The Power of Now, is like a is a good beginner spiritual read, as well Wait, as when you sorry, yeah no when you say spiritual yeah are you saying like like a relationship with like God or a God or gods or I, I think a spiritual a spiritual relationship can be with God or whomever the God the universe. Okay, so it's outside like of universe. yourself, outside yeah, of the physical, just, yeah, okay. yeah, yes. the spirit. I'm yes. very spiritual. Yes, I think <laughs> a lot of times people think like spiritual means I don't even know what they think it means, but sometimes I think they feel like it's separate from like religion. But I don't see it as that. Like I think you can be Catholic and you can be spiritual. You can be Jewish and you can be spiritual, like Mm. not mutually exclusive. I think it's just, it's believing in something bigger than yourself. And that really is a foundation of religion in itself. Right. Yeah, totally. Uh, Belief and faith. Yeah. Like those are principles that are really important to me. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I've read, I've been reading self-help books, like since I was a teenager and read like chicken soup for the teenage soul. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I mean, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that I'm a Pisces and we tend to be more spiritually tapped in, but like, this is just who I have always been. I wonder if wow. it's like in your lineage, like, is your mom like that? Is your grandma like that? No. I believe it's a Pisces thing. My mom's the same way. <laughs> Pisces oh, mom. Crazy. Love is. y'all, but crazy. We're from, a, we're from another, we're from another dimension. Like we're not even of this earth. <laughs> but it's true that like Shade's mom being a part of the Yoruba tradition, when I think about that, that like she sought that out, like yeah. seeking the My mom was like spiritual guidance on her spiritual shit forever. And is like, so like the four agreements mm-hmm. is literally like, like a book that is just like a staple in the home like oh God, <laughs> just really? like there yeah when I hear that book title I'm like oh the four it's so vintage uh. have you guys read it though I've never read it it's <laughs> so good I just remember it in the 90s it is, that was that would be like my number one suggestion to someone who wants to like get into spirituality I think it's a very easy read um and I think the concepts are very easy to get um you know be impeccable with your word don't take anything personally don't make assumptions and always do your best like whoa that's great yeah Exactly. I, didn't even, I didn't even know what the four agreements were. Yeah, I was over here laughing at the four agreements. Yeah, no, I, I, agreements. I can agree with those agreements. <laughs> Wait, what? So it's it's always be, do your best. Oh, so be impeccable with your word. Like tell the truth, be honest. Like say what? Yeah, and like say what you mean. Um, don't take anything personally. Which oh, that's hard. A lot. That's like <laughs> yeah. the work I'm doing in therapy. Like also hard. All looking at me. But that's it's why, all about me. <laughs> that's why you should read this book. Um, okay. Don't make assumptions. Another also people on the internet would really could benefit from that one. Um, yeah. and always do your best. Okay, I do that. You know, your own personal 50%. best, not someone else's best or what you think is perfect, but your personal best. Okay, I'm gonna read that. That book. Um, my mom always had this one. It's another vintage one. Men are from or women are. Oh. From- Oh, God. oh yes. I've never I've never read that one. I have read the rules though, that dating book. <laughs> Any good rules from the book? I think a lot of people like see that book as being very antiquated, but I do think if you, you know, tweak some of them, I think a lot of things make sense. Like don't accept a date 
a weekend date, like Wednesdays is like the cutoff to accept a date for that weekend. Oh, oh I've heard yeah. that rule. I think Chelsea, Agreed. you said that to us before on the show. Yeah, I think some of I think yeah. some of the things that like okay, Shadi, I'm, I'm gonna say his name. Who? Your boyfriend, Kevin. Shut oh my god! Hell. You know about Kevin Samuels, Chrissy? No, don't look I, him up. I, don't look him up. I I think I heard his name once. I think I know who he is, but I don't. He's a sicko. He's a don't sicko. Don't engage. But <laughs> I will say some of the like, quote unquote, antiquated dating things. I'm like, hey, our grandmas were getting married, you know, and they were part finding good partners for the most part. Obviously, some families are different. But because like, I'm over here making many faces, like. I mean, for the most part, the, I feel like our families and I'm, I'm right now I'm specifically talking about black people. Yeah, I don't know. I just think some things that we call antiquated, maybe we could pick back right, more and add to the formula and, you know, remix it a bit. But have you guys ever had Brooke DeVard on here? She used the rules on her husband. <gasps> yeah, that's interesting. Fun fact. Insider tip. We're right. getting ready. <laughs> to look up these rules are they just called the rules <laughs> look up the rules, the rules find the rules right. read the they rules have a i'm gonna read the rules but like just... you always end like a phone call first which who's talking on the phone i think they need to like update some like what would the new ones for the but that's the thing be? like people don't open be... his dms but people should okay. be getting on the phone like you, you i agree a relationship on a dm no i agree i agree are you ready so here's some of them I don't know Ooh, what this I'm means. Excited. The first one is be a creature unlike any other. Don't <laughs> is that true? Am I looking at the right thing? Yeah, is yeah, that yeah, like yeah. I just that. that is the right thing. Yeah. So okay, I guess it's just be, being a creature unlike any other is really an attitude, a sense of confidence and radiance yeah. that permeates your being from head to toe. It's the way you smile, you light up the room. Pause in between sentences. <laughs> don't babble on out of nervousness. You listen attentively. You look demurely. You never stare. You breathe slowly. You stand straight and you walk briskly with your shoulders back. I don't know about that one. Burn it. I don't like that one. Keep going, um, keep this going. one, don't talk to a man first and don't ask him to dance. I break that all the time. <laughs> I'm in your face. Um, don't, oh, don't meet him halfway or go Dutch on a date. I agree with that one. Same. Glenn, I go Dutch. write it down. I don't know. I don't you know. Okay, Chrissy, no. quick question. <laughs> Chrissy, quick question for you. If a man says, hey, babe, I'd love to treat you to a petty and man, <laughs> how much should I drop in your Venmo? What is your answer? <laughs> well, well, here's the thing. Do you quote the exact price or do you inflate? I remember seeing this on your stories. I don't get my nails done. Um, I would. I would quote the price like plus like 30 percent more just like to have a little extra correct answer ding 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 listen yeah. i've lived ding, and i've ding, learned ding, from the experience know. you don't need to know i've learned from the experience hold on glenn oh, had to dig in her pocket for this i did i had to pay extra <laughs> i did um don't call him and rarely return his calls because oh, people love mean. to be ignored <laughs> this is like playing hard to get 101 right I yeah I mean I've done that before kind of maybe but like I would rather just going forward I want to be like yeah I'm into it I'm down so what's up are you let's when you think about it like think about all the times that like a guy has been into you and you're not into him and you're not fucking returning his texts or calls whatever like they still they still keep chase chase Okay, another one is always end phone calls first. Mm. Okay. I think that's a good one. Yeah. Sure. You don't want to be like, no. no. Right. No, hey. don't leave me. Don't what? Oh, my God. I've done it before, no, but like, it's cuter funny. when you're just like, okay, bye. Or, like, I have something to do. <laughs> but I really, like, you know, it's good if you actually have something to do, too. <laughs> um, stop dating him if he doesn't buy you a romantic gift for your birthday or Valentine's Day. That's crazy. No, how I is that crazy? I'm Your birthday? Crazy, it takes two seconds okay. to buy something. I think okay. I, I guess I'm stuck on the word romantic. Like, what are we saying? Wait, like a green book. It's oh, <laughs> like something thoughtful. Kind of huh. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Okay. I, I got caught up on that. 
word as well. It okay. didn't say expensive. It said right. Like, I was like, what? Expensive. A teddy bear, <laughs> chocolates. If a guy like wrote me a note, like just literally spent no money, but like wrote me a note saying how much like he cared about me, I would fucking melt. Like that game over. Okay, a couple more, and then we'll we'll, we'll get out of this. Uh, <laughs> be honest, but mysterious. I like it. Mm. Back to that. Rule 22 is don't live with a man or leave your things in his apartment. Move in only if you set a wedding date. I, someone's breaking rules. I broke that here. one. Somebody's shacking up. I moved my ass in quick. Just kidding. <laughs> JK. Yeah. That's hilarious. I mean, well, that's just not realistic. This is New York City. It's expensive. Uh, exactly. Like, please. It also says be easy to live with. I don't yes, know. Yes, I would agree with that. To live with or to tolerate. Because now it also says, this sounds like a Kevin Samuels rule. The final rule encourages women to be pleasant. As hard as you worked to be hard to get, now you must be easygoing. Ew. I mean, if you got a high value man, you got to be pleasant. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you oh, don't want to be like, a, you should be pleasant to everyone, right? Right. Uh, I'll probably be single forever. It's fine. I'm okay. <laughs> this is like, whoa, 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 whoa. You won't be. I think that's that. It's kind of like the four agreements. Yeah, that sounds. That does not sound like. The four I bet you this is the book that Kevin Samuels uses. I bet you. <laughs> I agree. I bet it's sitting on his desk. <laughs> I agree. He stole it and he's revamping it and making a dollar per listener on Instagram or whatever I, the hell he's I, doing. I, I, yeah, this bread. sounds like his rhetoric. Ponzi yeah. scheming. Oh Lord! All right. Well, <laughs> Chrissy, I'm curious. Switching gears. Yeah. You know, we're talking about wellness of the mind of the spirit but you've also spoken about like the way that you present yourself to the world as a reflection about how you feel about yourself like the way you dress the way you look Mm -hmm. so for for shot girl summer Mm. what are the looks the fashions the ways that we can be cute in these streets the summertime looks what are you feeling what are you into I mean I think we're going full sex this summer like (laughs) the sexy looks are back 100% like legs out tits out titties out I'm all here for it. Stomach Let's out. go. I love, I love a sexy look. I like sometimes, well, obviously things go in and out of fashion, but I feel like for so long it's has not really been like, you can't be, I don't know. Sexy just like, isn't seen as chic, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but it's yes, also girl. so hard. Like a sexy look. It's so hard. It's like a line. It's like, right. There's 100% a line. And listen, there's also, I mean, feeling sexy is also has so much Mm -hmm. to do with what is going upstairs in your mind. Um, And like, I feel sexy in a turtleneck and like high-waisted jeans. I feel very fucking sexy in a turtleneck. I know. Turtlenecks are sexy. sexy as hell. I agree. There is something about being covered up sometimes that I think can be extremely sexy. Yeah. Do yeah. you plan your outfits or is it like every day? Oh, just... no. Yeah. <laughs> I've never, I've never been able to plan my outfits. Cause I'm so like temperamental. Like, I don't know who I want to like be that day when I wake up or what I, you know, mm-hmm. what's your rising chorus. Oh, oh yeah. I, I don't know. I thought that was your moon. No, I'm a Capricorn moon. Oh my God. Oh, like Lord. me. Oh, I'm a Taurus rising Capricorn moon. Wait, get the hell out of no, here. But I'm a, not. But she's yes, a, I am. a Taurus moon and a Capricorn rising. Well, that's your co-star. I don't think that's true, Shade. <laughs> okay, check it. I think you're incorrect. What's your son? Sagittarius. Sag. Oh. But the yeah. other day, Shade called me the most boring Sagittarius alive. And she's like, it's all that, that kind earth. of a boring Sagittarius. Wow. I love my Taurus rising. <laughs> I really do identify with it a lot. Oh, yeah. that's true. I'm a Taurus moon. <laughs> but Shade's also a hater because you're also a boss ass bitch. So, and that's because of Earth. Because of my Capricorn shit. Yes. I, I get spicy. Yeah. Okay. One last thing. So, in our group chat right now, we're talking about a lot of randomness, including mm-hmm. botched ass BBLs. Mm-hmm. Oh. Keep, have you seen these posts, Chrissy? They're, have they're you seen Camilla? Botched BBL. I, it was I, don't, a, I don't engage in stuff like that. Breast lift. 
but whatever. Yeah, got, and she got botched. Kimbella got a BBL. And they're getting botched. But we're talking about botched BBLs. We're talking about soap brows. I don't mm-hmm. think about soap brows. I don't know about yeah. soap brows. Recently learned about them. So basically you rub a spoolie in a bar of soap and let it get tacky. And then you you brush your brows up. And it's kind of like doing like an at-home brow lamination. She told you this before you went and got the, uh, the microbladen. My microbladen. There's a lot happening Chelsea's been dab- dabbling back on Clubhouse, telling us about like some Ugh. race wars that are happening on there. Chelsea's got to oh, yeah. get off Clubhouse. Like she has to. She needs a break. I took a long break and then I got sucked back in recently. No, nope. and like delete the app. <laughs> I know. I'm- I'm just keeping it there just in case something happens. I keep it so that I can engage in like cryptocurrency. I was going to say, there's good convos on there. But I then know. like some are just like, oh, people are screaming at me, telling me I'm not black. I was like, oh, it's that's a little toxic. Some really fucked up shit. Like I just don't like anyone telling anyone like who they are or like, oh, that I just, that's just so weird to me. Like live and let live. I know. Yeah. The but then it's way, like, who cares? Who are these people? That's the only way, you know, to live an unbothered life. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to let your insecurities and you projecting them on me have any effect. Like, tef- four agreements. Yep. Which one comes in the four agreements? So, the not taking anything personal oh, uh, actually anything. goes into how when you're not taking things personally, it's because a lot of people project their own negative energy onto you and it has nothing to do with you right all the time all the time even when people are giving even a lot of times when people are giving advice even when it's friends like sometimes you have to be really mindful because people are projecting like I remember when I was still at my old job and I was dying to leave and like whenever anyone had a conversation with me when they were talking about leaving their job, I would be like, oh yeah, you should leave. Like you come on, you <laughs> gotta go. And it's like, I wanted someone to like take that leap before I did, you know? Well, Kevin does say, don't get dating advice from single friends. Oh my, oh gosh. my gosh. We are not. <laughs> no. <laughs> what we're not going to do is. Well, where's well, that? You need that level of objectivity. Like, when you're in a relationship, sometimes it's like you got, you're in the tunnel. Like you can't come out and like see what's going on. So you need, you, sometimes you need those outside voices. Yeah. No, that's real. Well, I was curious if there's anything happening in pop culture right now that you're like obsessed with or excited about or think it's cool or interesting. Why are you doing that sexy voice? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what's happening? <laughs> As I started to list the different words, it just kind the of The sweet good. action is hitting. Oh, shut up. I don't know. I, I'm like, people probably think I'm so weird because like, I really try to like stay out of the. That's not weird. The, yeah. I feel like you don't watch TV. You're just like doing your self transformation. <laughs> I'm just in my own little world. I think also after having been in fashion for so long and fashion became so dependent on celebrity culture and I really mm. don't give a shit about celebrities mm. um like maybe a a handful but like uh, I don't know I love I do love though Dumois that in yes it is really fun to like read the random things that people send in but it really annoys me when like someone was someone's like oh I had this experience with like julie roberts like she was amazing and then someone's like no actually i had this experience and she was terrible and then someone else comes and it's like this back and forth and like you okay can't keep up with well, that, she's a that person page. so you might have caught her on a nice day that, or right. an off day right like, like, let's stop acting like we can judge people like off of one single interaction like that right <laughs> well for the listeners this is page it's d-e-u-x m-o-i right yeah, yeah. yeah. you have to Follow them to get in because it's like a private page and it's like a <laughs> follow to get in. Follow to get in. Blind items. Yeah. yeah user, user blind generated, items. Generated um celebrity gossip. But like now everyone is following it, like including the gossip rags. So they're like using Dumas content to like Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's tea. Yeah. Mm. 
Because there's obviously there are people who know things that also send, you know, items. Right. Right. Oh, they probably do that to like plant anonymous and get you excited about yeah absolutely all on the inside i may yeah. or may not have taken this test and i can confirm i am avoidant of closeness <laughs> wow oh this whole God. time you were taking it i was about yeah, to do well, it but i was being present in this conversation because that is the work i'm working on for my self-transformation see i apologize okay, for that's the, the work you're doing good for you <laughs> I'm a multitasking. Thank you very much. I don't it's know if you've ever heard of it. <laughs> well, I'll report back on my attachment style. And I'm the same it's shape. anxious, Glenn. Oh, I could I could be avoidant as though. I'm kind of I feeling like avoidant. I might be avoidant. She's going to take the test. She always does this and takes tests so that she can get a certain answer. No, I so don't. We'll never know. He, he, we'll never know take, what she actually take. I mean, okay. <laughs> We're going to take it with you so that we can make sure it's right. Okay. But anyways, for our listeners, how can they get onto your newsletter and get it and keep up with you and all that jazz? They can sign up for my newsletter at chrissyrutherford.com. If you scroll to the bottom of the page, I think there's a little sign up sheet. And yeah, during May, which is Mental Health Awareness Month, I'll be doing all mental health content. And I'll also be doing a fun giveaway. Wait, yes. how do you enter the giveaway or should they just you have to giveaway? you have to subscribe to the newsletter okay it's only right. for subscribers um and then you can find me of course at chrissy ford on all social media platforms yes ma'am thank you so much for joining us of course yes. Yes. so this week's what would you do i think shade would be the perfect person to respond to it oh <laughs> so it says Dear BGT, I love your podcast. I listen every Wednesday. Thanks, girl. Um, it says, I have very large breasts and something mm. that I'm <laughs> running into um, and a little bit worried about since I'm going into the office soon is I keep getting water stains on my shirt from sweat um, as the weather's getting warmer. <laughs> um, so I guess I'm assuming this might be like a younger listener, maybe her breasts started getting big um and she wants to know if we have any advice and Shade, since you are a resident big breast girl maybe you can advise yes oh i i know this all too well so first and foremost aside from just the under boob sweat you just need to keep that whole area as dry as possible and constantly bathing exfoliating so we don't have any breakouts that's number one you don't want any sweat trapped in those pores I used to really like break out on my chest like chest acne and that's not cute because our breasts are one of our best assets and we want to make sure (laughs) that when people are looking at them that we don't have any you know scarring any issues so that's number one like you sweat in and you get a second you scrub scrub a dub keep some exfoliant on you summertime now for those sweaty breasts (laughs) not the sweaty breasts this is probably not advised I put deodorant under my breasts. Um, I use natural deodorant under them because I've heard, you know, people say aluminum, whatever, all the issues with like your normal secret. Um, I've never done baby powder, but people try that. I've also seen some infomercials for these like towelette looking things. So like there's stuff out there, but for me, it's just good old deodorant. If it's really, really, really bad, you could potentially get Botox like in your Mm. sweat glands. But mm-hmm. I haven't gone that far. But girl, that's a part of the territory. Just sweaty ass breasts all summertime. <laughs> Just, you know, exfoliate, keep a little handkerchief or something and put a little deodorant on. Um, yeah, it's that season. What a comprehensive that season. Routine. Big breasts. Yeah. For no reason. <laughs> Dripping for no reason. <laughs> put a little powder, put a little powder. Put a little powder, put a little powder. The, to be honest, like, it is the shittiest thing ever because I don't sweat anywhere but my breasts. Like it's so <laughs> trash. I'm Under like boob sweat. It's it's not pleasant. It's not pleasant. So or you can just wear less up. clothes so it can air out. No, 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 no. Make sure you wear a bra because oh. here's the thing: your titties gonna sweat regardless. And then if you don't have a bra, you don't even have anything to catch the sweat. So then your <laughs> shirt is just like catch it. Mm-mm. Put a bra on. 
mm-hmm. unless you really you like powdered up you deodorant up and you, there's nothing going to happen because if not you'll literally <laughs> be sitting on a train or sitting wherever and the breasts will just be like dripping down from oh your chest and it has nowhere to go oh lord lifestyle glenn does your ass wet <laughs> is that a personal question no i don't know i was like thinking about it like not really i don't think so I well we know, we know about chelsea and jim wop but that's just at the gym Jim <laughs> wop let us know if we should make some merch that says jim wop some workout gear oh my god that, and it's that right on your coochie <laughs> no 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 not on that's the too much that's oh my god much. you know what we should do we should have a printout remember when i used to always try to post the lace front pubic hairs? <gasps> no <Yeah. laughs> no and that could be on the leggings no 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 i'm no, triggered no 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 that's terrifying get out of here with that but yeah i mean I wish her the best, but summertime is like one of those moments where you're really excited because you're like, it's warm. But I think you're also like, God damn it, because the wardrobe is so challenging. You're like hot and sweaty and nasty and (laughs) you just but you're trying to be cute and flex. It's like I got a taste of it this weekend. And I was like, oh, my legs are chafing in these jean shorts. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The chafe is real. Get powder, girl. Powder. Mm -hmm. Lord of mercy. Well, good luck, sis. Um, listeners, thanks as always. Email us at hello at blackgirlstexting.com. Get some merch at blackgirlstexting.com. Follow us on Instagram at blackgirlstexting. Go to our YouTube. I think it's called Black Girls Texting. And our Twitter is called Black Girls Text One. Love ya. Let us know if you want some Jim Wop merch. Holla. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks again for listening to Black Girls Texting. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Oh, and don't forget to text every group chat you're in and tell them to check us out. Follow your girls at Black Girls Texting and we'll see you next week. Bye. Angie's list is now Angie, your home for everything home. Angie still has the same top pros and reviews you've counted on for more than 20 years. Only now, you'll also get access to all the tools you need to make your home a happy place. Inside, outside, big or small, Angie helps you find the right solution for whatever you need done, all from your phone. It's simple to find upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. You can even search pricing guides to see what others paid for similar jobs and easily compare quotes from top local pros to make sure you're getting a fair price. From lawn care to repairing the AC to the project of your dreams, Angie has your home projects handled from start to finish. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, they'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with their happiness guarantee. Make your home an Angie home. Check out Angie.com today. And for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee dot HTM. Pretzels. Look. What, Chips? Look. Who's the new guy? Fanta. I think he's looking at me. Uh, Pretzels, you got it twisted. He's looking at me. Stop being salty, Chips. We both got a chance. Shh, he's coming over. Ladies. Hi. And hello to you. Back at you, handsome. Fanta picked beef jerky? Mm, girl, we're going to be here a while. Fanta, the perfect partner to snacking. Fanta, it's a thing.